You're listening to the Friday Night Red Show with Tommy on Holiday FM. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Kolide FM podcast. This is a podcast that comes to you from the city of Pretoria, South Africa. And this podcast comes to you every Friday at 1900 hours Central African time. And this podcast focuses on marriages, marriage matters, especially in this day and age. And I'm your host, Tamsa. I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm an uncle, I'm a son, I'm a family life speaker. At the end of the day, I'm a human being experiencing the same challenges as most married couples are and as most parents are experiencing. Well, thank you for tuning in last week as we were discussing the reasons as to why couples are rejecting one another sexually. And we looked at the reasons why a wife would reject her husband and why a husband would reject his wife sexually. And I promised that we will look at um, ways on how to overcome this. But I then thought to myself, let's take it a step back. Let's take it a step back. What does sex mean for a woman? What does sex mean for a man? Why did God give us sex? And I thought to myself, let's answer those three important questions. Let's start with the question, why did God give us sex? God gave us sex so that we could multiply the human race. It was to procreate, to multiply on planet Earth. And he, he, he gives us sex as a tool or as one of the tools to enhance or increase intimacy between husband and wife in their marriage. Sex is a tool that brings a husband and wife closer to one another. And, and, and then now, we, I, I then went to this question to say, what does sex mean for a woman? And, and, and I'm, I'm not a woman. And I've, I've had this discussion with, with my wife about the meaning of sex. And, and, you know, having been married, I, I think I've got a, a slight understanding of what sex may mean to a woman. And the scriptures are also an eye opener as to what sex means to a woman. Now, there's in the world, you know, generally there's a, there's a, there's a notion, there's a general notion that says men love sex and all they think of is sex. And there's a notion that says sex is important to men and to women it doesn't matter. I just want to dispel that myth or that notion. Sex is important to a woman. Sex means something to a woman. And if any woman says, oh, I don't care about sex, there's actually something that happened that makes them not care about sex. And they've not yet dealt with it. They've actually run away from the problem and they've not sorted it out. Sex is important. And any human being that says, well, after experiencing the necessity of sex, the deliciousness of it, and then they say, I don't care. Well, I, I, I really don't agree. Well, that we, we, I stand to be corrected there. But here's what I want us to understand. Sex is important to a woman. It is important in the sense that it is also an indie. It, it also enhances intimacy for her. I mean, look at it this way. God, gives us all senses 
And intimacy comes in senses. He gives us the intimacy, or he gives us the sense of touch. He gives us the sense of smell. He gives us the sense of taste. He gives us the sense of um, hearing. Now, now, our intimacy is important in the sense that when a woman hears you, when you reaffirm her with your words, it 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 grows her intimacy. When you when when a woman smells you, you're smelling nice, and she smells your maleness. It actually also increases her her intimacy towards you, especially if you feel you smell nice and you smell clean and you don't smell like a donkey, you don't smell like a pig, but you smell like a man, a real man. You uh, you know, you've got that manliness about you. She also is drawn closer to you by the sense of the, the tongue, the conversations that you have with her, the, the, the talk that you have with her. She's also drawn closer to you by the touch. And, 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 and this is what we want to focus on. The touch. You don't just touch a woman. There's ways. There is not a way. There is ways in, in how you touch your wife. You don't just touch her. And as you grow older, you, you should be learning how to touch her more and more better than you did in the beginning. I will explain this as we go on. And so I went to the book of uh, Songs of Solomon. And I know some people will say this book has got nothing to do with in uh, with romance or intimacy. But for me, from the naked eye, when I read this book, it has got something to do with marriage. Because this is this is husband and wife talking to one another, telling each other some sweet somethings and some sweet nothings. And so when we get to the book of um, um, Songs of Solomon, chapter 4, verses 12, Solomon says to the Shulamite, You are a garden enclosed, my sister, my spouse, a spring shut up, a fountain sealed. And this just concluded it for me. It concluded it for me. And let's break it down. So how do you begin to have great sex with your wife? How do you even get to that point where when she looks at you in Tzotzital, meaning in my slang, a woman would say, yeah, you know, she would say, wow, this guy, this dude, when she looks at you just because you rocked her world. And there's always an assumption amongst us men to say that, the, a woman considers great sex as to how you gave it to her in bed. And I just want to say, if you think it's just about what you did in bed as a man, then you do not understand what sex means to a woman. Because Solomon describes a woman as a garden. And she, he describes her as a fountain. And, and, and for me, those two things symbolize something great. Number one, when God creates the planet Earth, He says, let there be light. And when, and, and it goes on in sequence. He, he, after He's created light, He doesn't say, let there be animals. No. Then there is land, then he separates the land from the water, then he creates the sky, he, crea- he creates the, 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 the planets, the, like your moon, your stars. And then he says, um, then he puts vegetation, trees, then he says, let there be the birds of the air, then there were the, the tree, then there were trees, then sorry, there were the birds of the air, then there were fish, and all that stuff. And it tells me something. Then he says to, to Adam, he puts Adam in a garden. 
And then he says to, 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 to Adam and Eve, work this garden. <laughs> now hear me right. L- listen to me. A woman is a garden. So what does it mean that a woman is a garden? It means that she's got different components of her. She's got different parts. A garden, you know, I've got a garden where in my home. So I've, at the back of the, the house, I've got a vegetable garden. There is, uh, I've planted different types of vegetables. There's also different types of trees. There's also lawn at the back. At the side of the house, there's flowers in front. There's a rose garden. There's different types of, um, flowers and i continue working on that the, the the garden you know i'm i'm planning to work on the roses i want the roses to bloom they look beautiful in in bloom and so i just want those roses to bloom so what do i mean before you even have sex with a woman you, physically you have to have sex with her mentally emotionally spiritually and otherwise so what does it mean it means that She's got different components. She might have a vegetable garden. And in the vegetable garden there, it's different things. It's tomatoes, it's carrots, it's um, it's butternut, it's uh, kale. And, and so, in order for you to have sex with a woman, you, you enter into her space. You nature her space. Because this is what the Bible says a man should do. If you go to the book of Ephesians, the the Bible says a man should sanctify his wife so that he may present her to himself. It means that by what you do is you work on your wife. You you go into the emotional part of her garden. You take care of her emotional garden. You cultivate it. You go into a physical part of the garden. You take care of the physical part of the garden. You go to the part of the garden where things are dry and they're not going well. You take care of that part of the garden. You water it. You take, you go to the part of the garden where you've overwatered. You reduce, you let the sun hit that part of the garden so that it, 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 it is less, um, wet and is more drier and it, it promotes growth. So what it means is a husband is a gardener. A gardener understands the vegetables. He studies the vegetables. He studies the plants that is growing. He, he studies the soil that he is growing his vegetables, his plants, his, his whatever on. You don't just work the garden. You just ne- you need to understand the soil. So what does it mean? It means as a husband, you begin to understand who your wife is. You understand what makes her grow. You understand what makes her green. You, you understand what makes her red. You understand what makes her yellow. You understand what makes her glow. You know, who wants to walk into a garden that has got no fruit, that has got nothing exciting? And so as husbands, the question that I want to pose to you is, are you working on your wife? Is she the kind of garden that you want her to be? When you look at her, is she blooming the way you want her to bloom? And so as you, as you walk into that garden, and, and here's the thing. Many of us want to walk into the garden and walk straight to where we planted the fruit and we expect to just Harvest it just like that. 
without having worked on it. What does it mean? We, 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 we enter into the garden without romance, without foreplay, without emotional connection. Emotional connection is very important to women. <laughs> now, let me give you an, a very silly example of what it means. When a, when a man has got an, a husband has an affair with another woman, here's what the Generally, I've noticed what women ask their husbands. They will say, do you love her? And it always boggled my mind to say, what do they mean? I mean, this man has slept with this woman and you ask him to say, do you love her? I mean, he's cheated on you. Divorce the bugger. But then I began to understand one thing. In essence, they were asking the man to say, are you emotionally connected to her? Have you cultivated the emotional connection with her? Because the number one need of a woman is emotional connection with her husband. Emotional, she, she needs to be taken care of in her emotions. Her health emotionally needs to be taken care of. And yet the number one need of a man is sex. And we will understand this as we go on. And, and, and so, emotionally, you go into the garden, you look at, and everything in the, in the garden of a woman is connected emotionally because her emotionally run across everything. She's emotional about her children. She's emotional about the finances. She's emotional about her body. She's emotional about how you talk to her. She's emotional about how you listen to her. She's emotional about the attention that you give her. And so if she's, and if you don't take care of those facets in the garden, you will struggle. So, so many men of us, men like us, we go into the garden, we simply go for the tomato, and some of us go into the tomato, into the tomato garden carrying an axe, we cut a tomato with an axe, and yet, you can find a nice small scissor to harvest a tomato. And so what does it mean? Because we went into the axe with an axe, there are women who are wounded. We had sex with them, whilst their tomato garden needed tender care and we went in there with oomph and with all our strength as men and what happened we left a broken-hearted woman so many men have got gardens that are running dry simply because they're not taking care of them there are so many women who are not enjoying sex because their husbands are not watering them are not cultivating them there are so many men women Wives, let me say, who after having sex with their husbands are left unsatisfied because the other parts of the garden are still neglected. She still feels that the communication part of her garden is not taken care of. She still feels that her physical part of the garden is not taken care of. And, and so, what happens? Let me, and, and the, because the, the Bible spoke about a woman as a garden, and it spoke about her as a fountain sealed. <laughs> Listen to this. Women are life giving. You plant a seed in her, she gives you a child. You give her money, she, she knows how to use this money to, you know, to decorate the house. You give her money, she buys food. Uh, and then she makes a meal. You, 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 
you give her whatever. You give her a word, she'll tell, she'll give you a conversation. And, and, and so here's the thing that we miss. When you take care of the garden, inside the garden, there is a fountain. And when that fountain, what does a fountain stand for? A fountain stands for life. A fountain stands for life. Water stands for life. So what happens? When you take care of the garden, when you take care of what is inside, remember when you go to the Bible, the Bible speaks about the four rivers that ran in the in the Garden of Eden and they watered everything. <laughs> what does it mean? It means that when you take care of your wife, when you take care of her garden, so what happens? She takes care of you also. She waters you. She gives you life. There is nothing as, you know, if you want to see a dead man, go to a man who is not encouraged by his wife. Go to a man who is not cheered on by his wife. Go to a man who is not appreciated by his wife. You will meet a dead, dead man. You see those people that lie in the mortuary, they are better because they are dead. But it is worse to be dead while you are walking, while you are still breathing. That is the worst kind of death. But we can bring, so as, as men, we're missing this opportunity. If only we could take care of our wives, we would be watered. And the Bible goes on to, in, in, into the, in the book of Psalms. It says, you are like a tree that stands by the streams. So if you are a man who is next to a fountain and that fountain is not flowing and watering you because you have not taken care of the fountain, then you are a poor man. But if you take care of your wife, I am telling you, if you take care of your wife, I am telling you, she is going to water you. There is nothing as satisfactory as a woman who has been taken care of. And when she's been taken care of, and when you have sex with her, she will give you great sex. If you've been kind to her, if you've been loving to her, if you've been tender, to, she will give you great sex. And you will know it that this is great sex. No one will need to tell you that this is great sex as a man. You will know it that my wife gave it to me. Even her, she enjoyed, she is full, she is satisfied because you took care of her garden. And she will water you. She, they, when she walks down the street, men will see her glowing. And I want to say this. We see women walking down the street. They are glowing. They are full of life. They are, they, they look sexy. You, 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 you look at her, her shape, her curves. Ah, there's nothing as beautiful as a, as an African woman when you look at her curves, when you look at her. Oh my word. She's, it's because there's a man who's cultivating her. There might be a father somewhere who's cultivating her daughters. And you as a man see those daughters and you want to get into that garden and take care of that garden. Here's what I say. Take the standard higher than what the father was doing. There's a husband who's cultivating his wife and you see the wife beautiful, glowing, intelligent, attractive. And you want to go there and touch. I dare say, do not touch. Because you have not worked on that garden. You have ignored your own garden and you are busy seeing the garden next door. Work on your garden. 
and you will see the fruit of your labor. And so I just want to pack it there for men. What is it that you are doing that makes your garden work, that makes your fountain flow, the stream flow? What is it that you're doing? Are you drinking from the fountain? When a man is thirsty, he will go and look for a stream and from that and that stream is his wife and he will drink and as, water gives you life. Without water, <laughs> go and read what the children of Israel did when there was no water. And so, take care of your wife. Make sure that, you know, there's a word, I don't know how to put it in English, but in my language you say, it, it says that a fountain generates water endlessly you know that bubbling that it does i don't know how to put it in english so at the end of the day when you take care of your wife she will go bother she will give more and more and sweeter and sweeter water she will give you greater fruits she will give you beautiful organic sweet fruits and so i say to you as a man take care of your garden and take care of your fountain and it will give you life. You're listening to the Friday Night Word Show on the Golide FM podcast. And when we come back, we will look at why sex is important to the husband. to the Friday Night Word Show on the Kualide FM podcast. We were looking at why sex is important to a wife and how, what, why, what should a husband do in order to make the sexual experience of her, of his wife better than what it is right now. Take care of the garden, we said. Take care of the fountain. Now, 
let, 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 let's go back. We said a husband is a, is a gardener. We said a husband is the one that takes care of a, a, a gardener, of the garden. And now when I go to the Bible, the Bible indicates as a man, as a seed bearer, meaning that he carries the seeds for procreation. A man, in essence, is a creator. A man is a harvester. A man takes care. A man gives the seed to the soil, the soil that brings forth life. The, the soil cannot give forth life it has, if it has not received a seed. A man is a procreator. And so what does it mean? It means that if a man is a procreator, he always wants to plant. And now this answers the question. Women are always saying, ha, hey, men love sex. They always want, they will always want sex. I even always want sex. Why? Because God has put it in me to give a seed. And what seed do I carry? Number The number one seed that I carry is the seed to have a baby, to multiply, to fill the earth. And, and n- number two, what seed do I carry? I carry the seed of leadership. I carry the seed of love. The Bible says, husbands, love your wives as Christ has loved the church. I carry the seed of love. And so what do I do? I, I, I go to my wife and I plant the seed of love. After I've planted all the other, the, the seed of a baby, I have to plant a seed of life, of love. Because God has said to me, I should love my wife. So now, but let's go back to the issue of sex. So, as, as, as a, as a, as a, as a man, why do men always want sex? Number one, when when you have planted your fruits, your vegetables, your garden, in your garden, here's what you want to do. You want to eat the fruit. You want to eat the fruit. And when you eat the fruit, it will nourish you. It will give you life. Hmm. Does that make sense? Does it make sense why as a husband you should water your wife? You, you, you should take care of the garden. So as a, as a man, when I look at my wife, she should be attractive. She should be beautiful. She should have the kind of curves, the hips. If she doesn't have the hips, she should have the face, the face that says, look at me. If she doesn't have that face, she should have breasts that point at me and accuse me of being a man. If she should have a backside that says I should just spank it a little bit, she should have, she should kind of, she should have the thighs and, and someone says I'm being, hey, this man, no, go and read the book of songs of Solomon. So, Solomon talks to the Shulamite. He talks about her breasts. He talks about her eyes. He talks about her teeth. He talks about her breasts. He talks about, you know, the pomegranate, you know, that area. When a man sees that, it attracts him. He enters into the garden. And now one mistake we make as a man is we enter into the garden. You know when you enter into the garden repeatedly, there's going to be a pathway. And so the problem that we we have as men 
We get we are creatures of habit. We get used to this pathway. We are so used to going to the area where there are tomatoes, and we keep on harvesting the tomatoes, and we ignore the 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 the, the, the butternuts. We ignore the kale. So what, what am I saying? As men, we are so used to having sex with our wives in a in a certain way. You touch it this way, you touch it that way. We are so used to that. But women are, are, are a, a diverse creature that God created. She's she's got so many facets. Touch it that here, touch it that way. Touch it there. Touch it in that corner that you last touched three years ago. Go into it. Touch that corner. You might be touching it physically, touch it emotionally, touch it mentally. But go into that corner, touch it. And you'll be amazed. And I, I learned something. I, I learned something, you know. Let me share this. You know, as women grow older and they bear children, they lose confidence in themselves. And this is what a creator does. He always keeps his eye out there to say, how is my garden doing? Where is it sagging a bit? And so when, you, when your wife begins to feel that her breasts have sagged, her, her belly is hanging, what can you do as a husband? Help her exercise. Encourage her. Find a way for her to train and exercise and lose a, a, a bit of some fat. And sometimes it might not even work. But find ways to enjoy her, even in that state. You know, I discovered, you know, I discovered something. You know, when you, when, when, when you first touch a breast, you just want to squeeze it. Ah, squeeze it, squeeze it. But as you grow older, you discover that there is a certain way of touching a breast. And even before you touch that breast, you have prepared her mentally and emotionally. You touch it in a certain way and she experiences a pleasure that she has never experienced before. What what am I saying? I'm saying, understand your garden. Sometimes we do all the hard work as men. We do the hard work. We go into the corners of the garden. But when it comes to the real thing, we flop because we, we are so used to a certain way. And the wife cries out and she says, I want you to touch me this way. You know, if you let me explain to you what I mean. Nature, if you go into the garden, I've, I, I told you I've got a garden. So I planted some kale. And this kale, initially, it was doing well. Then it started turning yellow. And my, 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 my little knowledge of the garden told me, this thing is missing nitrogen. And so what did I do? I went and I looked for manure, cow dung, and I put it in there, and it turned green. And then I realized even when it turned green, it was turning slightly maroon. And I said, I need to add a bit of nitrogen, natural nitrogen. So I planted some uh, legumes, your your peas, your onions, you know, plants that uh, have uh, produced fruit under the ground, root plants. So... What am I saying? I'm saying the, the kale itself told me where the problem was. You know, women have got a way of telling you as a man that you, 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 are, you are doing something, but you are not doing it. And, and when, when she's telling you that, don't find it offensive. It is in their nature to help you to find the right place. If you're not talking to her right, she will show you. 
If you are not touching her in the right places and rocking her world, she will show you. Eh, what does it mean? As you have sex with your wife, look at her face. Look at her response to you. And as you look at all that, what you will see, I, you, I'm, I'm hitting it. I, this is the right place. I'm touching. Yes. I'm going deeper. That's what, that's what you should observe. She will tell you, you have overstayed your welcome in this area. A tomato will tell you. No, man. I've been here. Kale will tell you. I'm, I'm so well used to Kale. When Kale has become too, you know, it will tell you that, hey, I'm, it will become hard. And so what you need to do is you need to replant. And your, your, your wife will tell you, no, you, you, you have overstayed your welcome in this area. Go there. There's another place that needs, you know, touching and cultivating. So you you as, as, as a and 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 so as a so as a as a as a creator a procreator we as men have got this skill but we don't we don't we have never been trained to be proper gardeners and 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 so we 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 constantly come into the garden because in the garden there is fruit to eat there is water to drink and and, and so what am I saying is. What a man, why men want to have sex so much is they want to connect with you. They want to be filled. They want to be in touch with you. They want life. And so sex makes a man become alive. You, you, there is not, have you ever seen a man who's been stabbed of sex, how angry and cruel he becomes? And and so that's what that's why men nature a creator a seed planter, and hence doctors will tell you that a man will have sex today, and he will wait at least seventy two hours. The, the the seed will replenish in his sack, and when it the sack is full, he will want to go back and have sex again, because he he and 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 this is what is important. Listen to this. If the gardener does not go into the garden, somebody will come into the garden and steal. Remember the story, the parable that Jesus says. We have, the, he says, I planted. The servants come and say, Master, did we not plant? And yet there are some tears. And, and the master says, oh yeah, the enemy came in the night. So if you don't go into your garden, somebody will come into the garden and plant some tears. Secondly, if you don't plant, if you don't go into your garden regularly, it will become dry. What do I mean? If you don't have a sexual intimacy with your wife, she will lose the sense, the connection. A man will lose connection with you. He will lose connect. He might connect with you in certain way, but without sex, he is not connecting with you in that emotionally because to him it is a, he is a seed plant. He's a seed bearer, so he needs to come in there. If he does not come into the garden, the fountain will overspill, and other people will come and drink in that fountain. So he needs to come and reduce the level of the fountain. He needs to come in and get life from the fountain. He needs to come in and get reaffirmation from you as a wife that you love him, that you respect him, that you cherish him. And vice versa, he is coming into the garden to tell you that I cherish you. You are important. 
Now, here's what happens. When a man does not understand what a garden gives him, he keeps on going to other gardens. And he goes to the garden and he harvests. And when harvest has run out, he goes to another garden. What he does not understand is that it is his hand that brings about fruit in that garden. Because the Bible has said, husbands, love your wives. Love nature's a woman. Love makes a woman grow. And love is a very broad term. Love says, I am kind, I am faithful, I am caring for you, I am taking care of you. And so, gentlemen, ladies, when a man wants sex, yes, there are men who have abused their garden. There are men who don't appreciate that garden, their garden that much I appreciate. But when a man wants sex, it is not because he is a pervert. It is because he is connecting with you emotionally. Many of women withhold sex. And this is where submission comes in. <laughs> oh, and then they, 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 they were screaming, yeah, what does he mean? You see, if you try and hammer the soil, if you try and dig the soil, you know, cultivate the soil that it might get air. But and, and then the soil one day says to you, stop, stop cultivating me. Stop, hey, hey, you, 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 don't, don't touch. And then the soil becomes hard. You know what happens? The soil does not get oxygen. It does not get nitrogen. It does not get sunshine. It does not get to do photosynthesis. And, and so there are so many women who, when their husbands have tried to cultivate them, they're so stubborn. When their husbands have tried to sanctify them, their the wives have become so stubborn. And so what it means is you've got a woman who's not cultivated. She's got a bushy garden. She's got a garden that is full of tears. She's got a rocky garden, a garden that stones have overtaken. She's got a thorny garden. So this is where submission comes in. Allow the gardener to work you. Allow the gardener to dig and open spaces. Submit. Sometimes when a man works his wife, it might be painful. Just as much as when Christ works us, there are moments and times where it is painful. And so as a woman, when your husband wants to cultivate you, allow him to cultivate you. Allow, Show him the areas where he needs to cultivate you. Submission. Submission is important. So why is sex, is it important that we understand these things? We, will, we need to understand this thing because, number one, from a woman's point of view, if you have taken care of your wife outside the bedroom, I am telling you, you will have great sex. You will have sex that you, you will go back to over and over again. So it's important to take care of your wife outside the bedroom. Number two, why is it important to give sex to your husband? Because he is the gardener. When he is coming in to have sex with you, he is coming in to have a connection with you. He is coming in to take care of you if he is doing it the right way. And the moment a husband takes care of you, works your garden, he will have an appreciation of who you are as a wife to him. He will have an appreciation. So, gentlemen and ladies, I hope we understand what sex means. Sex is just not physical. Sex is holistic. Sex is taking care of other areas in our lives. Sex is nourishing 
each other as husband and wife. Sex is giving life unto one another as husband and wife. And so tonight, if you want sex as a husband, make sure you have taken care of the garden. Physically, you have helped her. She's not too tired to have sex. If the children are training her, help her with the children. If it is the house chores that are training her, help her with the house chores. If it is the finances that are training her, how you use finances in the home, work with her. If it is if it is her parents that are ill or have got challenges, help her with her parents. If it is if she's stressing about her work, find a way of helping her to overcome the stress that she faces at work. If your husband comes to you tonight and is not having sex with you the right way, show him respectfully and lovingly where your garden needs to be taken care of. Don't say, ah, what do you want? All you think of is sex. No. Show him. Be ten. I've never seen a tomato uh, rise up from its stem and hit the garden. How are you cutting me? No. The tomato is still respectful towards the gardener. Gardener, respect your garden. Well, you've been listening to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Golide FM podcast. The name is Tamsa. Until we meet again next time, please do share this podcast with your friends. Ciao. Friday Night Watch Show with Tommy on Holiday FM.